Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Claire. And this is Cece. And for our page 6 edition of February 21st, 2021, we'll be talking about a topic that might be referred to as gaming addiction, but we're honestly not that sure how to label it. So you can decide for yourself what to call it. Yes, you have definitely all heard about how there has been a rise in playing video games in all generations, whether you're a young kid to like a grandma or whatnot, especially during the pandemic for most Americans, at least, since we seem to be the only ones stuck here. (laughs) (laughs) And it, yeah, and it's definitely been true. The stats show that more and more people are buying video games and playing them and even before the pandemic when there has been a rise in playing video games many people have mentioned about this sort of like gaming addiction right where players would basically just focus on their games and neglect other parts of life like schoolwork regular work mm-hmm. uh, friends family personal hygiene and whatnot and we wanted to delve into like what is that and what are some misconceptions around it? I think one thing to clear up is the type of video games that they're mentioning because I know many of us, when we first think of video games, we think of things like, what is there, like Fortnite, oh, Minecraft, yeah. um, like, what is it, like the GTA game? Oh, Not Grand exactly sure. Oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto. And older games like um, there's also stuff like what Smash. What else? Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as the video game industry has evolved, there's definitely been different types of games. From most popular ones like Clash of Clans, Heyday, which I <laughs> do play, <laughs> the two I play, and there's other ones like Candy Crush. I'm sure we've all heard oh, of. Oh, for and sure. Claire, if you remember correctly, when, uh, like, five years ago, all the rage was Fruit Ninja, Subway Run. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Temple oh, Run. Rope. Oh, yeah, Cut the Rope. Dude, I, I loved that and, game. Yeah, and that was certainly fun. And those are, the ones we mentioned, especially the last three, are... The ones that we just mentioned, uh, uh, our last three and the beginning three, are most likely to be what we refer to when we say a video game addiction. Those are games that literally let you play round after round after round. There's no decrease in reward. There's no like lock you can get. Unless, like, you literally finish everything, which is... Yeah, which is, like, almost impossible. Almost impossible. Yeah. And, like, also, there's, like... You can retry anytime you want. You just keep playing and playing, and it's, like, a Mm -hmm. short-term thing, too. Plus, I'm pretty sure most of those games have, like, a coin count or something. And as you keep on playing, you get more coins, and you can unlock different characters and things like that. Which, obviously, give you, like, a little rush every time. Oh my god, look! I got a new character! Stuff like that. Or, like, new equipment. For Fruit Ninja, right? Different yeah. <laughs> and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and what Claire talked about just r- right now, the rush, is basically what we hear all the time in, say, like, health class, right? Whenever we get the 
happy from winning, that rush we feel is that dopamine, right? The release of this feel-good chemical that tells our body, like, we like this and we want to do it again. And basically, every time we go after the second round, it reinforces it. So the more you do it, the more your body likes it, and the more you your body wants it, and then the more you do it, and it just becomes a cycle. And it basically kind and, of like mm-hmm. reinforces the connection between your brain and the thing that it likes, which makes it much harder to quit doing that thing you like because your brain's already wired to love it, right? Yeah, and this can be applied to well this phenomenon you could say can be applied to a lot of other addictions because that's what it is basically based off right once you do it so much that you literally cannot live without it and it is deteriorating other parts of your life whether like we mentioned like your work your family and whatnot I think addiction can go but, across um, many different types of platform, not platforms, I say, but, you know, many different disguises, examples like drugs, drinking, gambling, mm-hmm. even working. People can be addicted to the, you know, uh, feeling of being busy and productive. Like, oh, look, I'm mm-hmm. being productive today. And then don't give themselves breaks and stuff like that, which is not healthy. <laughs> don't do that, you guys. Yeah. But one thing we want to note is that although video game addiction, or since we're not, we're going to call it that right now since we haven't exactly described the nuance of it, is that it's been compared to a gambling addiction, right? The rush of winning is what drives people to video games. But the difference is that gambling does rely on money and that no matter how you see it is like a determining factor of our well-being of our life well-being and is like a a much higher risk and a much higher reward than video gaming is so many behaviorists scientists psychologists have been hesitant to exactly call it a video game addiction and rather to note it more as like a like an impulse type disorder disorder rather than a true video addiction. game uh, a true addiction you yeah. could say yeah but the basis behind it is very similar uh every time that dopamine is released we get that rush and we want to do it again and again and again and to further under the American Addiction Centers, they have this definitive guide to a lot of the psychiatric illnesses like addiction. Um, but their guide currently does not recognize video game addiction as an addictive disorder, but uh, oh. but they are leaning it towards more of an impulse control type of disorder. Interesting. But they do have similar effects, like we said, like poor performance in school, whether you have like, you know, the psychological or physical withdrawal, like you don't want to eat, you can't really sleep, you're super agitated or um, irritable all the time, and you can't set limits on how much time is spent gaming. Obviously, we are still kids right now. So like, say 
do you remember our age when we started like playing Temple Run, Claire? Do you do I remember what age we were? Yeah. I remember around the time like elementary school. Yeah, so when we were playing, what devices were we playing on? Like iPads? iPods? Yeah. Really old generation. Yeah, iPads. iPods are the old generations. Yeah. But those weren't really ours. Those were our parents. So like <laughs> When we started, we literally had no control over, like, how much time we spent because our parents would control. Like, I would play on my mom's phone, but oh, that's because yeah, only yeah, if yeah. she wasn't using her phone. Yeah. And if she needed it, I'd have to give it back. It's like, no, it's- <laughs> and, like, stop playing. <laughs> yeah. You know, but nowadays, as we get older and as kids seem to have their own phones at earlier ages, <coughs> Claire's brother. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it's terrifying. And, like, computers, too. Everyone needs a computer for school at this point. And there are a whole bunch of online games that people can download onto their computers. So there isn't exactly a way of keeping track, you know, how much time they spend Yeah. anymore. Yeah. And all this to say... Like, we're not saying that video games are bad, per se. There's definitely been good ones. I mean, the purpose of video games is originally for others to connect. You know, when you're playing, you can meet new people, uh, play with your friends, to focus on, like, cognitive skills. Oh, one thing I forgot to note is, like, one other reason that gambling addiction is not the same as video game addiction quote addiction uh-huh. is that gambling oft for most people often rely on um luck oh while video games do rely more on skill right Depending you kind of get yeah. better at what you're doing yeah to that extent at, to well to some extent at yeah. least right yeah so that's another that's Another reason why they are not counting it as an addiction for now. Mm -hmm. But what I was saying before is that there, we remember when we used to be in elementary school and we played like those typing video games? Yeah. Yes. I loved those games. Oh, like 10 fast fingers and stuff. And like them trying to get us to learn how to type and stuff like that. Mm hmm. And. Like, when I'm on Quizlet and I'm trying to learn words, they literally have video games for us to play mm-hmm. to, like, learn more vocab words and whatnot. And it's a very innovative way for young kids to uh, develop their cognitive skills. And as you get older, you know how you get ads like, oh, play this game to, like, strengthen your... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, reflexes or whatnot like Mm -hmm. play this dictionary or brain game as you can tell there are definitely positive sides to video games yeah but i think there's definitely a limit as to how beneficial these games can be yes there Mm -hmm. is a benefit but if you end up going onto the game for hours on end every single day then obviously the benefit has kind of fallen and you end up addicted question mark yeah (laughs) yeah i guess you could say like you it ends it loses its benefits as it goes on Mm -hmm. not to say that you can't play from time to time mm -hmm. it's just that extended use is bad 
Yeah. And that, I mean, that is where it becomes like more to an addiction where you are unable to control the use of that behavior despite it harming or impairing your life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, And the reason why I bring this, oh, I should cut that, sorry. (laughs) The reason why I brought this up is because recently I have been introduced (laughs) to a video game called Genshin. And it's a interesting game. I think it's very unlike American video games. This is made by a Chinese developer. And its focus is more on like story. So they have like an overarching story. Kind of like you're working towards like a big final reveal. So like Breath of the so Wild. So that is... Zelda Breath of the Wild. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it, I think it's the same trope. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So like when I'm playing, I like am actually like very interested in the storyline and I do want to know what is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I see. Yeah. And so this game is more of a combination of... Um, it is more of a combination of games like... Oh, Again, uh, uh, sorry, is more in the middle between things like GTA and um, Grand Theft things Auto. like Heydays, right? Grand Theft Auto is a game like you can play constantly, right? Oh yeah, there's no well, yeah, there's no big goal. You just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, <laughs> and so so that's on the other end of the spectrum. So that's on one end of the spectrum. The other end is something like Heyday, where like you're basically farming and you can't really do more. Like the most that you can do is plant your seeds, um, like put your the materials in your like little machines, feed your uh, sorry, feed your animals like do a few tasks, and then you just have to wait. So you can't really do more, right? Yeah. But it's also fun to do because, like, you check on it, and it's like you're growing your farm, and after a while, you're like, wow, my farm has progressed so much. But it's really hard to get addicted to that game because you... There's nothing else to do except wait, you know? Oh, yeah, So, yeah, like, yeah. you're just like, So the majority I, of the time... That's it. Yeah, it's just waiting. Yeah. So in the middle, I would say, is something like Genshin, where you have those quests, but after, you have quests like that, but you also have quests like, oh, like fight these enemies and whatnot, but there's a limit, right? After a day, you there's nothing more you can do, except like run around, but then that is not as interesting. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't get that rush of dopamine as when I'm doing a story quest. Yeah. So then I would just stop, right? I'd be like, I kind of have nothing to do now. Yeah. So but like, you kind of want to check on it further, right? Because after your story... No, but the thing is, it's like a 12-hour thing. Oh, man. Like, it'll only... it's Oh, no, not 12 hours, 24 hours. Uh-huh. So, like, I... After a while, right? Once I finish, like, my commission quests and, like, I have to wait for my stories, I kind of just stop because I know nothing is going to come up for the next 24 hours. Or nothing that's worth my interest mm-hmm. for the time being. Mm-hmm. 
but it is definitely requires more time than something like heyday for sure yeah but like so you're for getting me, it was eager, interesting to right because oh, yeah. there's like a set amount of time that you have to wait until you can finally get back on right so i guess there's yeah. a thrill in well, the waiting yeah. itself yeah 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 and so for me also, like, what we're learning and what we've learned in psych before, it's interesting for me to analyze and see, like, how this kind of affects what I'm doing right now. Because, I, I mean, I like the video games. I can co-op with my friends, and it's super, the storyline is weirdly, is very interested, and I'm weirdly invested in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, like, I can't really do much because I'm, like, locked at a level for now. Uh-huh. Right, and there's an interesting. So balance. I think like there's yeah. there's a balance that we have to try to achieve in life, right? Because this like this addiction to the feeling and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the dopamine rush, can not only be applied to other things. Uh, addictions like say bad things but it can be applied to like good things as well like that's how we self-motivate at the very end you know how that intrinsic motivation is based off our dopamine like if we do what we like if if we do something and we like it then we'll do it again so it's like oh if you really like skateboarding right Uh you'll be like oh i'm gonna do it again and like oh wow i like I was really happy when I achieved this like new move or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't trick. know too much. <laughs> yes, a new trick or something. So you're more then you motivate yourself to find another trick and try to achieve that. Mm-hmm. So I think this it's like a very fragile line. Yeah. Of like balance and a lean towards addiction with dopamine. Mm-hmm. So can we call this an addiction or? That is a good question. And I still think we can't answer it Yeah, I think it definitely could be addiction if it gets really bad and it's taking over your life. But I call it, I think I call it what the experts are calling it Impulse. more of like a impulse control disorder. Uh-huh. Yes. But I think in a broad term, I think it's still like it can still be called a video game addiction. Uh. If you, Probably not yeah. nuanced, right? Like if you just want to coin it loosely. Yeah. yeah. Then video game addiction, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation today. I think it's always interesting for us to bring what we learned in our class and analyze and apply that to our own life, right? Like me with Genshin and Psych. Yeah. So, but but before we leave you, we have our little fun thing to do on Sunday. So our fun thing to do on Sunday is to listen to an audiobook. Maybe you can try reading actually no not reading listening to a new book or maybe one that you've already read and just want to reread now that you have time during COVID-19 you know 
up to you? I actually... Audiobooks are, like, weirdly fun. I had this phase when I was in D.C. for a school trip. Yeah. I listened to audiobooks 24-7 for some reason. And when I was seated with people I didn't really like, I didn't really just play the audiobook. audiobook. Oh, wow. Wow, that's good. It was a very interesting book. It was, like, because I got a free trial of Audible. Uh, Oh, okay. For some reason. And I listened to a book about, like, this marketing, um, uh, marketing, uh, mar- basically a marketer, right? And she was trying to make it big in London. And then she, like, reinvented her parents' farm into a glamping uh, place. And then her boss came in, and she was, like, really always mad at her boss because her boss's life seemed so perfect, but actually wasn't. Uh-huh. And then, like, the one of her co-workers was actually, a, like, what are you, conspiring against the boss and, like, sent wrong emails oh, wow. to do... Under- that's <laughs> it was uh it was definitely a fun book mm-hmm. but yeah that's my memory of an audiobook mm-hmm. so yeah see it's fun mm-hmm. thank you for listening and have a good sunday